All right, hello everyone and welcome to episode two of the Shed Podcast. I am joined today by my co-host Jake Maharib and a special guest, Ahil Ahmed Chowdhury. Let me know if Thank I butchered that name. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's finally decided to show up after leaving us yes uh, last week to uh to I would like to apologize for that. Yeah. Um apology not <laughs> but, unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was told last second to do something by my mother, and saying no to your Asian mom is never a good idea. So, yeah, the bell's coming out if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I will say about last week's podcast is just a massive thank you to everyone at home because we got 190 views on that one, which is just crazy for our first podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was very proud of that, actually. See if we can get it to uh, 200. So, everyone, if you listen to this right now, uh, share the podcast with your friends. See if they like it. Get their uh, get their opinions on it, and uh, give us some feedback on our Snapchat or Instagram, whatever it is you, whatever link you pressed. Give us some feedback and and tell let us know what you want to listen to, what you want to hear from us in the next podcast. Oh, and one thing I will say as well is if if any of you have the Anchor app at home and you find our podcast on the Anchor app, um, you can actually join in. Um, you can send voice messages into our podcast that we can then include in another episode. So if you have anything you want to ask or anything like that, send in a voice message and we can put it in the podcast the following yeah, week. Yeah, and if you, if you like what we're doing and you want to get involved, just send us a message and uh, we'll see if you can come on. Make sure you've got something interesting to talk about. Like our hill today is going to talk about is, uh, you know, the hardship of uh, being a Muslim in a world where most meat is not halal. So uh, we're going to be uh, talk, discussing that later with Ahil. But uh, if you've got any uh, interesting conversations that you'd like to have with us, come on to the podcast and talk about it. We'll be, we'll be happy to accommodate. Yeah, so I think the only appropriate way to start today's episode, I suppose, is uh, by asking Ahil the age-old question we have on this uh, pod. Uh, Ahil, what is your favourite Greg's item? So it's what well, I, I don't really go much now. But when I used to go, I used to go quite often and it'd always be one of the two. It'd be either the classic veggie sausage roll or the cheese and onion pasty. Um, I think I'd personally have to go for the cheese and onion pasty because although the flavour is quite good from the veggie sausage roll, I just feel that it leaves your mouth quite dry and like you, you want to enjoy it after as well, just like, still have that taste in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably stick with the cheese and onion. Yeah. So pasty for that. One. It's more about the texture rather than the taste. Yeah, the taste is equal on both of them. Like I love them both in terms of taste, but it's just the texture it leaves after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, guys, this is going to be a tradition. Every guest that we have from now on, we're going to make them talk about Greg's. So you can you yeah, can expect more yeah. where that came from. Anyway, yeah, I um I agree with your I agree with your preference to the cheese and onion pasty. I used to get that when I was a kid. Uh, my mum wasn't hugely fond of me eating the meat from Greg's and a lot of other uh, fast food places. Mainly, well, I assume she had concerns over the uh, the mad cow disease, which I suppose is understandable considering she was old enough to uh, see that all pan out. But, um, I mean, I don't blame her. You want to you watch what's going into your kid's mouth food-wise. And um, I don't blame her for being concerned. But I suppose... These days, it's a lot more sort of, um, you know, you get all these places advertising that they've got 100% uh, British beef like McDonald's and places like Greg's. I suppose if they were putting um, 
dodgy. Well, if if their meat wasn't up to scratch, then I suppose people would know about it. You know what I mean? So, uh, well, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? We've had a lot of kind of uh, food kind of scandals in the UK relatively recently as well. You had foot and mouth disease in the late 90s that was spread in. Then you had mad cow. And then you had the oh, horse yeah. meat scandal, didn't you? Which was just oh, yeah. absolute in primary schools. Like we were in, uh, mental it, putting horse in it and claiming it yeah, was beef. Whenever, whenever anyone mentions that uh, horse meat scandal, I always think of IKEA, but I can, ne- I can never remember whether IKEA was known for no, being guilty or for being one of the only places that did meatballs. No, without what it was, no, what it was, was uh, I don't want to get sued for slander, so everything I'm about to say. Is not necessarily yeah. true. It's He's just allegation. Someone, but um, it was the company that owned Bird's Eye oh. that was doing it. Okay, oh, wow, that's interesting. So, so, so it was IKEA. If you had any Bird's Eye burgers between 2012 and 2015, yeah, then yeah. we hate to break it to you, but chances Ooh. are you've eaten horse. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting one. Okay. <laughs> So uh, the next topic we were planning on talking about is R Hill's, uh, well, R Hill's frustration towards the fast food industry, specifically McDonald's, yeah. for uh, their, well, he feels they disregard the uh, the Muslim population by not serving halal meat in a lot of their restaurants. R Hill, tell us about this. Right, so before I speak for myself, I just want to say how McDonald's are missing out themselves. Because if you look at the population of the UK currently, right, I'd say around 15 to 20% of the population is Muslim, right? It, it could be more, could be less, I'm not sure. I'm just giving you a rough estimate. And if you put that number into the potential customers for McDonald's, they would be making millions more every year. And that's something I don't understand yeah. from McDonald's perspective. Um, but from my perspective, I just feel like these takeaways, mainly like the big ones like McDonald's and other ones like that, but I just feel like because of them, a lot of Muslims are being sort of forced to eat things that they don't want to or less than they usually could. So like during college, uh, when I'm on my gaps and we, uh, I go to McDonald's with the boys, it's always the same old furry. Uh, same old for me, um, mozzarella dippers and <laughs> <laughs> the large fries every single week. And it just gets a bit boring and tedious. I'm never full and it's just very, very tedious. Yeah. So yeah, I just I like. Mean, it's Tommy Robinson's doing. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand what you're saying. That would be frustrating. Obviously, I can't relate, but that would be frustrating to me as well. I can imagine. But uh, am I right in thinking that some McDonald's, McDonald's's uh, dotted around the country do actually serve halal meat? However, obviously not Stockport. Um, to be honest, I don't think there are. Um, really? I've had a couple of friends that said that they know of some, but they haven't yeah. been personally themselves. But I know that there's um, a few halal KFCs, which are amazing. Like, I have big up yeah, KFC. Yeah, big up KFC for that. KFC, better than McDonald's. Any, any day, day of the week, week, the food's just ten times better. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I know there's a few halal KFCs around Manchester, and I, I'm I'm willing to travel however far I need to get my KFC mm. because like it's one of the only halal places I can actually order from. That's good. So like, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
the actual food itself from KC is delicious. Probably better than McDonald's. However, it's just not very practical. You can't really get you can't really get a KFC drive through and then eat. well, I feel you can't anyway. Maybe you guys care more about this than me. But I feel you can't really get a KFC drive through and then eat it in the car because you just get grease everywhere and gravy everywhere. And it's just it's just chaos. Whereas when you've got a McDonald's, it's packaged in those small little boxes. You know, they give it you in a bag or whatever. And uh, it just seems a lot less messy and a bit more practical to just have a McDonald's. You know what I mean? Possibly. I don't, I don't particularly rate uh, eating in the car, though. I prefer oh, just yeah, getting no, home eating properly. But at the end of the day, you've got people, uh, you know, McDonald's breakfast. I'd imagine most people who get McDonald's breakfast, they end up eating it whilst they're driving to work or driving, yeah. you know. Yeah, going I could on, imagine that. Going yeah. on holiday, driving to the airport at God knows what time in the morning. You're going to get a McDonald's breakfast and you're going to eat it in the car. So at the end of the day, as nice as KFC is, McDonald's is just more practical. And obviously, they have a wider range of things. Although, to be fair, KFC don't do breakfast. Exactly. Yeah, they do, yeah. Because they don't specialize in chicken. That is an untapped market. But what would you serve? You can't really serve no. chicken for breakfast. Only the Americans do that. <laughs> yeah, the Americans are a bit more British are a bit more sophisticated. We say that, then we have a double sausage <laughs> McMuffin <laughs> with bacon and cheese slathered <laughs> on it. <laughs> Hill ordered a takeaway from an unnamed takeaway in Offerton. And um, how long did it take to arrive in the end? Two hours? Two and a half oh, hours? Oh, yeah, it was, it was outrageous. So I ordered it at around, I'd say, half five. Yeah, yeah. And um, I ordered it then thinking that it'll come in an hour, which it said it would. And uh, that's when, it, when the barbecue was going to be ready yeah. and everybody would start eating. So I ordered it for then. And then... 15 minutes after it's supposed to arrive, I get this uh, call from this uh, old Asian man saying that the shop was closed because the guy, uh, the, the owner came late or something and I'd have to wait an extra half an hour. That half an hour ended up to be another 45 minutes. Yeah. So my one hour wait for the food turned into two. All right. I mean, on top of that, sorry, go on. I mean, at the end of the day, if you can't facilitate your customers' orders, don't take them. Refer them to somewhere else. It's common sense. Exactly. Go on, carry on. Like, I was, I was genuinely about to complain yesterday because I hadn't had lunch either, so it made it even worse. Yeah. So I, imagine all this pain I'm about to describe times two. So, and I uh, only had cereal for breakfast. So that, that's nothing. Yeah. So, we, so yeah. Oh, that's yeah, not good. Yeah, it was not a good day, especially in the sun as well. Oh, yeah. Like, I need my energy. And then, so the food comes. I'm sitting down, right? So I open up my bag of chips. Uh, and the only way to describe it was like a stack of paper or cardboard dipped in water and then fried. Yeah, it was like oh, watery cardboard oh, strips. No. I tried one of those chips and I can tell you That's right disgusting. now that they were by far the worst chips, hands down, the worst chips I've ever tried. That includes oven chips. That includes all the different fast food places I've been to. They were awful. It was like you couldn't have made them any worse if you tried. It was like they were trying to make bad chips. Like, I, I don't understand how you can be that bad at cooking. Like, <laughs> at home, <laughs> I can literally just cut up some potato, not do anything to it to make it better, and literally just put it in the fryer. And it would have been twice as good as that yesterday. Oh, yeah. And it was, they didn't even put salt on it. No. It was just 
cardboardian. Oh, I don't. Oh, it was moldy as well. There's certain things you just genuinely cannot mess up, I and know, chips is yeah. one of them. Especially if you're a taker that specialises in stuff like that. I know. Like if the chicken connoisseur yeah. was there yesterday. It would have got a zero point five rating. Oh yeah, no, I'm thinking a zero, zero, <laughs> zero after ten rating by far, easily. Uh, it, it was just poor. Suspense. And then I got um, a mango chutney with it as well because I thought, you know what? Because I didn't know at this point that it was a rubbish taker because I've never ordered from them Adventurous. before. So um, I ordered a mango chutney because I just wanted to try something new, you know. And um, yeah, the first two, three like dips with the chip were actually nice. <laughs> I thought, you know what? It'll elevate from a 0.5 to a 1.5. And then after that, even that mango chutney became sickly. And yeah, it just went below 0.5 I mean, at that point. By the time he'd bitten into that first chip, it was, it was, you know, it was unjustifiable. That takeaway was god awful. And bearing yeah, in mind, and then, bearing in mind when, uh, when the chicken connoisseur raids a, uh, a takeaway, he, um, he bases it off a number of factors, including the quality of the chips, including the quality of the chicken. But also seating arrangement, uh, organisation, uh, you know how polite the staff are. And let me tell you, I, I've been in that takeaway before, and they have no seats whatsoever. You even before Corona, you just walk in, you get your food, and you walk out. That's why it attracts so many people. They just go in, get the chips, and then they go stand around on the road staring people out who drive past whilst they're eating. It's ridiculous. Get some seats. It's sort cool. out your seating arrangement. And, and I was sat there listening to R Hill in this crisis, uh, this fast food crisis. And um, I swear, the, um, the delivery man must have called you back about four times to clarify the postcode at which it was being dropped off. Oh, no, 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 no. That was me phoning them, mm. asking them where oh, my really? order is. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I was asking where my order was. I was so, like, genuine. If I'd, if I'd had my lunch and I actually had energy in me, I would have been fuming. Yeah. Like I would have gone red, shouting down the phone. Luckily, the like the delivery driver was nice. Like he did apologize and like he was like speaking nicely to us. So thought, you know, I'll let him off. He should have given you. Food yeah, food they didn't give me free food as well. I phoned up and asked. They said, "No, I'm sorry, we can't. It's not our fault." Dickhead. The delivery driver, even though, like, oh, what was good? And the burger as well. The amount of mayonnaise they put on, oh, it was no. literally dripping down the side, and. It wasn't even like mayonnaise. It was just like thickened up vinegar. <laughs> it was not a good. Uh, just overly tarty Ooh. sauce. It was disgraceful. Like, it was just not good. Yeah. I mean, there was a word to describe it. It's just terrible. I mean, they should be ashamed of themselves. If, if, if you're listening to this, owners of, uh, owners of this fast food restaurant, because you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, Fix yourselves. Sort out your sort out your delivery system. Okay, it's not acceptable. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, just, in, this, just... in this lockdown, right? Some some people, all they've got going for them in life is access to a, a nice takeaway, and you're you're robbing them blind of this of this ride. You're ruining, you're ruining it exactly. So yeah, are we uh, are we ready to uh, finish up on that topic? Yeah, I've been going about it for hours. I mean, I think that's just You know who you are, okay? Sort yourselves out. Sort yourselves out. I think it sums it up with Sam (laughs) going, fix yourself. (laughs) That just beautifully sums everything up with that takeaway. So, um, credits to uh, Jake Maharib. We are now officially part of a six aside football squad. 
They're, they're brutal, they? these six-a-side tournaments, you know, though. You can, yeah, well, you, you, there's like two types of teams that go to them. You get the teams like us that's full of teenagers, energetic, and then you get the other ones that are like full of 40-year-olds <laughs> that are just trying to crop you. <laughs> crop or be cropped. Yeah. I, think, I think we'll hold our own. Yeah, mention, essentially. We do have, we do have the, uh, oh, easily. the legend himself, Tom Sassanelli, on our team. So if anyone's if anyone's trying to if anyone's trying to get a bit too rough, I'm sure Tom will sort them out with a nice with a nice. Yeah, I'm sure word. he'll sort them out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice stone word from Tom. No, yeah, it all it is. We've got some no nonsense centre backs oh, yeah. in Joe and oh, Tom. Oh, honestly, let me tell you, things you love Joe, to see. He's never played uh, football before in his life, as far as I'm aware. He's played lacrosse, so maybe that contributes to the uh, you know the footwork and the left foot eye coordination or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it but I'll, I'll tell you now Joe is incredible at football even for like a yeah I played football with him yesterday he's good isn't yeah, he yeah he's not bad yeah he's got a good bit of dribbling on him oh, yeah. he's got a bit of tech in. he can't shoot for shit but once he gets that ball off him the chances of you the chances of once he gets the <laughs> ball the chances of you getting it off him are very low I tell you and he's very, yeah, he's, he's very he's athletic he's a well. dribbler yeah yeah yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Well, first game is tonight, guys, seven thirty. So, uh, wish us luck. Yeah, watch it. You can actually watch it on the SK no Ball as uh, no Twitter, way to be in video. which is interesting. No, yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was looking at the, tw- I was looking at the Twitter last night, and they were doing like a countdown to the league, and they were showing these highlights. Jeez. And mate, they just banter everyone. There's this guy that goes for an overhead <laughs> kick, and he just goes over the fence, and they put that off as the highlight of the week. <laughs> oh, I can't That's wait! Class. I cannot wait for this. <laughs> yeah, there's this cricket league I play for, and it's like quite high level for a, a Manchester cricket league. Yeah. And we got something similar as well. So it's a full-on international setup. So. If you win your Manchester League, you go to Northwest England. Wow. If you win the Northwest England, you win the England. And from England, you play the international one. And yeah, we get these highlights as well. So some of the umpires, they bring this stand and they can put their camera on it and like record the whole game live. And then after that, it creates highlights as well. Wow, it's pretty it cool. It is pretty nuts. Yeah, I'm it's brilliant. Uh, brilliant. I cannot wait. Well, another thing I bet you're looking forward to is oh, the yes. Leeds Festival, That's another you, thing mate? I you're, can't you're, wait for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When is it? Uh, end of summer, just before just before college starts again. I think it's like the August, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it might be like the twenty sixth of August. It starts from twenty sixth, twenty eighth. And when I tell you I'm looking forward to it, that is an understatement. I've never been to a festival before in my life, but uh, from what I've heard and what I've seen, it's going to be great. Shall be lit. What bands are you most looking um, forward to you. tonight? <laughs> That's a hard one, you know. My favorite, my favorite band going to Leeds. Well, it's not really a band, but uh, Liam Gallagher's playing on the Friday. Oh, um, that's gonna be nuts. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm looking forward to it only because, only because I know that he plays. He doesn't just play, you know, his, his solo songs. He plays Oasis songs as well. So uh, it's, you know, it's a shame that him and uh, him and Noel can't just put their differences aside and just play live one more time just get along <laughs> I know this... <laughs> I thought you were going to be a, a so big funny, KSI man, man. So... oh yeah oh yeah oh, you, you, you need to appreciate KSI in that <laughs> god's sake nah, honestly oh uh, nah on, honestly I'm not really looking forward to KSI at the end of the day I can, I can, I can take it or leave it I'm sure 
I'm obviously I don't like his music, but I'm sure it'd be pretty funny to see him live. Um, um yes, well, all the crackheads will be going to see him, I reckon. Nah, I'm thinking all like the nah, uh, the other young kids. All like the 15 year olds will be going yeah, to see KSI. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we've got the the bad boy chiller crew from Bradford playing on the Friday. That I am looking forward to because they are good. They actually are good. They're, they're bringing the they're bringing garage music back into back into style. Ooh. And not only that, they're also bringing the mullet back into style. Oh no, no, I don't like yes. them already. Oh, yes. I don't like no, them already. Definitely. The mullet, no, they all in... have the mullet impersifies everything that is wrong with a haircut. It is horrific. No. We cannot bring you back. Well, I tell you what, I'm getting a mullet, so uh, you can suck on that. <laughs> well, no, there's an extent well, I'm, be, I'm going to be. I'm going to be representing the mullet well, on this podcast. Looks like we won't be doing a uh, video podcast in the future anymore. Then, <laughs> 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 nah. I, honestly, I think at the end of the day. It's it's a funny it's a funny hairstyle to have, and I think it looks good. I don't even care. There's a guy in my uh, there's a guy in our 3D design, isn't there, Ahil? With a with oh yeah, a he's got a mullet. It looks so well. As well. <laughs> Listen, once it gets once your mullet gets to the point, it depends what 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 hair you have naturally. Once your mullet gets to the point where it, it curls out at the back, and you can see it curling out from your neck, that's when it looks good. Yeah, I was about to say before. There's the extent to which I agree with you, like about loving the mullet. Yeah. Do you like? Do you yeah. remember when? I, I when I um, shaved my head after I shaved my head, uh, I used yeah. to wear caps a lot, and so I'm pretty sure you saw that yeah, my yeah, hair yeah. used to curl up at the back. Oh and yeah, when his hair like... was his hair was growing back through like the awkward stage, you know what I mean? Where it's, it's kind of yeah, yeah. long, but it's not it's not really short either. And then obviously because it's the same length all over, and our hill's hair is naturally quite curly. It was sticking up at the back because uh, because he was wearing his cap, and it it didn't even look bad. Like it yeah, I, bad. I, I it sort of liked bad. it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like if I a cap, it could have looked good. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm sort of regretting shaving my sides now because it actually looked decent. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it'll grow back. It's, it, give it a month, give it a month or two, and you can probably uh, achieve the the same hairstyle again. But uh, I tell you, yeah. I really like the mullet, and I also really like Bad Boy Chiller Crew, and that is why I am looking forward to listening to them. So uh, yeah, I've never heard of them to be honest. No, I'm not surprised. They're from they're like these. Um, they're just a group of white guys from Bradford who always go on like dirt bikes and quad bikes oh, and all that for the music videos. Are you you check them out. I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely not your scene, but you should check them out either way. I'm also going so who are the garage guys you were talking about? Because I really like the sound of that. Yeah, 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 check them out. Check them out on YouTube. The Bad Boy Chiller Crew, the BBCC. They're more. Right, they're more. Matt- have you seen? Have you seen? Right? Have you seen the um, the video of um, that guy doing that acting um, acting set where he goes, "Who's put shit through my letterbox?" Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's, them. it's those guys, and they started making right. they started making music. <laughs> it's funny. It's well funny. That's brilliant. Legendary. In the comments, in the comments of their YouTube videos, everyone says stuff like, um, "Oh yeah, this song made me want to buy a transit van and start selling scrap metal." <laughs> are, you, are you going for the full festival or are you just going for one day or full festival in fact uh, I've, got a week, I've got a weekend pass which gives me access from thursday and obviously it finishes uh it finishes people leave on monday morning it, i've got a weekend pass which means i can get in on thursday and i've also got an early birds pass which means i have access from wednesday morning till monday morning so yeah i'm looking awesome. forward to it solid Wednesday, I mean, there's nothing on on Wednesday, is there? Yeah, no, the point. yeah, nor Thursday. There's nothing on Thursday either, but people just go early so they can set up their camp, get used to who uh, the camp around, get a campfire on, put the speakers on. 
You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah me and my friends have all me and my me and my friend and my girlfriend and her friends have all got early bird passes and weekend passes. Oh, nice. So I tell you though, by Monday, by Monday, I'm going to be a, a former shell of my. I'm going to be a hollow shell of my former self. I tell you, <laughs> because there's a. I mean, I'm yet to explore what no shower and uh, no bed for uh-huh. six nights can do to a man. Six nights, wow. Yeah, it's going to be brutal. It's not that bad. I've experienced it when I went to Malaysia once. And yeah, but you're in Malaysia, though. I'm in bloody Leeds. So, yeah, it's big Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Leeds. Should be good. Yeah, I'm trying to get resale tickets for the Sunday. Yeah. It's just I've, I've been out of work for a while, so I don't have any money at the moment. Post Malone is uh, on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you should not go. KSI. I want nah, to KSI KSI KSI. <laughs> nah, honestly, if you can if you can get a ticket, get one. In fact, let me tell you as well. Don't don't be one of those guys who puts on a story or who's got Leeds tickets and you know looks on eBay oh, no, or whatever. No, no, because no, I'll tell you now, you, it, yeah, the tickets might be um, the tickets might be real, but you're gonna get ripped off. And yeah, of course. People well. don't realize. People yeah, it'll don't be realize. more than double the price easily. Oh yeah, people don't realize. But there's websites out there. If you listen to this and you want to go Leeds, uh, listen up, right? There's websites out there where people can resell tickets for festivals, including Leeds in the UK. And um, the rule is, you're not allowed to sell that ticket for any more than retail price. So it's basically just for people who bought tickets and thought, oh, you know what? I don't want to go, or I want my money back. Oh. So instead of instead of returning the ticket, they can sell it onto someone else. For the same price. Well, if if you return your ticket to Leeds, they sell they they resell them on Ticketmaster and Eventim. So if you are looking for tickets, they're the two places to yeah. look. But guys, if you're if you're going to Leeds and um, you've got you got the you got the early birds or just a full weekend pass, uh, and you want to come camp with the boys, let me know, and I'll I'll, <laughs> sa- I'll save you a spot. For your well, that commitment to your audience. I love it. Yep. <laughs> All 190 of them are going to ring you now. Oh man. yeah, yeah. We're doing uh, we're doing shed podcast meetups at Leeds. So uh, yeah, <laughs> get merge. We'll do we'll do a podcast at Leeds. But we'll yeah. have to. Uh... Oh yes, from the mosh pit. In fact, we should we should get some merch. You know, when our fan base grows a little bit. I mean, I might be being ambitious. I might be being a bit ambitious, but we should get some merch. And no, I, I love you, we're that. Not, we're not gonna I make, love that idea. We're not going to make. Thank you. We're not going to make boring merch. T-shirts, backpacks, all that. We're going to make cool merch that you can actually utilize in your day-to-day life. For instance, stuff stuff that's unique, like um, like ashtrays and and slippers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bucket hats. We are on our second episode, mate. You might want to uh, rein well, it in a little no, bit. There's nothing wrong with being ambitious, guys. Exactly. Who, listen, who wouldn't want a shed? Our face, Jake, listen, in the first podcast, you got 200 views. Just yeah, on the, Come on. In your first one, without any advertising or anything. you got to respect the plays. Tell you, we'll respect the plays. Joe, Joe Rogan better watch, because we are, we are sorry. <laughs> better watch his podcast. We are going quickly. Yeah, exactly. Wildfire. Exactly. We've got a good fan base so far. Let's, <laughs> from let's one keep episode. it that way. Yeah, Watch now, this episode gets two. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible fan base, guys. Incredible fan base. Keep it no, that way. No, in all seriousness, it's great. It's great to yeah. have as many people that want to kind of listen to us and come on the show as well. We've had a lot of people asking to come on the show. Oh, yeah. So. We've got about, really uh, appreciate we've got about it. four or five people lined up. In fact, 
In fact, Oakley was meant to come on today, wasn't he? I just haven't told him. Oh, well. Well, it's his fault. He forgot. He, should, he should have reminded me. Hey, he can come on next week. <laughs> and uh, we've also got uh, Madassa, an old, an old friend of mine from uh, back when I used to play cricket for Marple Cricket. I knew him from there. Uh, he is a diagnostic radiographer working for the NHS. And, uh, yeah, cool. and uh, I think he might be a university lecturer as well. And uh, yeah, Ooh, he, he, he messaged me and he said he, he said he wants to come on. So uh, yeah, we'll try, we'll try and get that sorted yeah. when there's a free slot. I'll, I'll give him a message. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we can probably uh, wrap it up for today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks everyone at home for listening, and thanks Arhil for coming on. We really Thank appreciate you for it. Having me on. It's a pleasure. Finally. Yeah, no, it's yeah, all good. Yeah. And uh, join us next week for another episode of the Shed.